Hey everyone, and welcome to your daily dose of Healing to Shift, where the goal is to heal our souls and to transform our minds so we can transform our lives. This is truly a self-love journey, and it starts with you. Hello, ladies, and welcome back. I am so glad that you guys decided to come back and have another chat with me. I get so excited about these episodes that I put out and and the topics that we talk about. And, you know, a lot of us are just going through so many things, just so many things, from anxiety to loss to lack of self-love and self-worth to a financial crisis, you know, it's just various things, you know, the trials of being a single mom or just being a parent in general. And so, you know, these topics really mean a lot to me and it means a lot to me when you ladies decide to come back and and, um, talk about these topics with me. So today's topic is stop focusing on lack, how to practice gratitude. We can all think of something that we wish we had or had more of. And as I was thinking about this topic, I could remember times when I spent so much energy focusing on what I didn't have. And I think it's fair to say that many of us have at some point in our lives have focused on something we didn't have. But not focusing on what you don't have is hard at times, especially when you're working hard to obtain those things. Unforeseen occurrences are inevitable and make you feel like you aren't getting within reach of those things. In fact, it can feel like you're farther away from it because things just aren't working out. Something keeps happening. You or someone loses a job you're hit with some form of financial crisis, you have to help somebody out, maybe you're the go-to person if someone in your family is, is in a bind. It's like you just can't catch a break. One thing after the other, something just keeps coming your way. So what happens? Well, we get discouraged and it's only normal, right? But staying focused on what we don't have can cause us to lose momentum, can cause us to stay in a state of stagnation. When I look back on my life, I had a lot to be grateful for, but I thought focusing on what I didn't have was what I needed to do in order to attract those things or to get them. I thought the lack was the motivating factor. Now, it did drive me. It pushed me to work harder and to think of ways I could obtain what I didn't have and wanted in a negative way. And what's interesting, it led me down a path of more lack. It was crazy to me until I figured out what the problem was. I was attracting what I was focused on. I wasn't showing appreciation for what I did have. Gratitude is a positive emotion, ladies, that is so underestimated. Gratitude is about focusing on what is good in our lives and being thankful for the things we have. 
Practicing gratitude has many benefits, and research shows that people who consciously find things to be grateful for are happier and less depressed. You have better concentration, and you have increased brain activity when it comes to learning and decision-making. Gratitude also helps to overpower negative emotions. When you practice gratitude, you begin to feel emotions of joy, contentment, and peacefulness. It improves your overall health because focusing on lack causes depression and anxiety, which leads to other health problems. One of the best aspects in practicing gratitude, in my opinion, is it leads to positive actions. Earlier when I mentioned that focusing on lack pushed me to work harder and to think of ways I could obtain what I didn't have and wanted, but in a negative way, which led me down a path of more lack, it was because the actions were fueled by negativity. And when you focus on what you lack, you lose what you have. Sometimes not in a literal sense, but in a sense that it seems like you have nothing at all because you are focused on what you don't have. On the other hand, when you focus on what you do have, you get what you lack. For example, if you gave someone a car and all they did was complain about it, it's not fancy enough, it's old and takes too long to heat up, wish the color was different, it's not roomy enough, would that make you want to give them anything else? Most likely it wouldn't. I believe God operates the same way. If we complain about what we don't have and place our focus on it and give no positive attention to what we do have, why would he bless us with more or better? And by positive attention, I can best describe it as gratefulness and appreciation that is shown in how we treat what we do have and what we do with what we have. When you put this into practice, you will start to see a positive shift in your life. Several years ago, when I lived in Jacksonville, Florida, I had left my husband at that time and moved into my own apartment. I left him with practically everything. The only things I had taken with me was my dog Sassy, my clothes, and my bedroom set. And the money that I did have, I spent it on getting into my apartment. But those things didn't matter to me because I was so at peace and thankful for my home. Now, I did have some emotional issues going on, but I was grateful to be out of that toxic environment that I was in. I was so grateful that I never once complained about what I didn't have, nor did I spend time focusing on it. About three days later, I remember waking up and praying to God, telling him that I wanted to get some furniture for my home, and I asked him to bless me. Now, my credit was jacked up, ladies, and nothing about my credit had changed at that time. Regardless, I felt optimistic. I got dressed and headed to rooms to go. When I got there, there was an older, very kind man that came straight towards me before I got in the door good. He asked me what I was there for and I said, I don't know yet. I don't have any money, but I wanted to see what my options were. He said, all right, I will help you follow me. 
We walked to the back of the store where the office was. He told me to have a seat on one of the sofas while he went to the back office. And when he came out, he handed me a in-store credit application. I filled it out and while filling it out, I didn't think about my credit situation. I handed the application back to him and he told me he would be back in a little bit. I sat on that sofa for at least an hour, y'all. Now, I'm sure most people would have started feeling anxious or discouraged, but I never did. I really had a calmness and peacefulness over me. I sat there patiently and I did not give in to any negative thoughts. So after approximately an hour had passed, he comes out and says, I got good news and bad news. I grabbed my purse and I said, okay, no problem. He said, wait, don't you want to hear what I have to say? I said, all right, sure. He said, the bad news is we couldn't get you approved with our in-house credit. I said, okay. But the good news is we got you approved with Green Sky Credit Company that we use as a third-party creditor, and I got you approved for $2,000. Now, ladies, I was shocked, okay? And my head was blown away. I got living room furniture, dining room furniture, and two bar stools. I walked out of there with so much gratitude and I knew the source and can't nothing or no one make me believe that God didn't bless me that day because of my attitude up until that point. I never showed any unappreciation for what I did have. Thinking about this experience has often helped me to get my focus off of what I didn't have when I was faced with some form of lack. Because it's a never-ending process, right? We're human, so it's only natural that um, when we lack something that you know we're concerned about it, especially when it's a necessity. All right. Gratitude is a skill like any other skill that can be learned and strengthened. And there are some ways we can practice gratitude. The first way is find something to be thankful for every day. Try to find at least three things to be thankful for. And you do this by thinking about what is good in your life at present. What is going well? To have a more impactful experience when you're doing this, try to devote at least 10 minutes to this moment of gratitude rather than to quickly come up with something. The key is to deeply visualize it so you can feel the good emotions that comes from finding something to be thankful for. The second way is keep a gratitude journal. Writing is such a useful tool, ladies, and you will hear me emphasize this over and over again when it comes to different aspects of our lives because it really does help. It helps you to access your memories and emotions from a new perspective. In other words, when you begin to write out the things you are grateful for, in the beginning, it may feel difficult to find meaningful things to be grateful for. But the further you go in your gratitude journal, you will begin to have a measure of positive growth in your mindset from where you are in comparison to when you began your gratitude journal. 
So by accessing older journal entries, you will see that comparison and you will also see where you have room for improvement in your thoughts. Therefore, by making comparisons of your thoughts from older to newer journal entries, it gives you a new perspective on how you view things. When you change your perspective on your situation from negative to positive, you find a measure of purpose. Purpose is your personally derived, authentic, unique set of life aims, what you hope for, that guides your behavior and gives meaning to your life. The third way is express gratitude through prayer. When we express gratitude to God, it widens our perspective on life. It promotes acceptance, forgiveness, appreciation, and detachment from the things we don't have, which in turn leads to gratitude. We can all find reasons to thank God. Be thankful to be alive. Be thankful for your health, your family, a roof over your head, food to eat, a brain that works, the furniture you have, the car you drive, his love for you, and so much more. As I mentioned earlier, when using the gift of a car as an analogy, when we show gratitude to God for what we do have, because he is the one that blesses us, he will bless us with more. God is a loving and giving God, but he ain't no fool. If we are ungrateful and selfish, what basis does he have to bless us? That's why showing gratitude to him for what we do have is essential to receiving more blessings. It's a symbol of respect. The fourth way is focus more on the intentions. When you receive a gift of a gesture of kindness from someone, think of how they intended to bring something good into your life. Take a moment to reflect on their willingness to help you and to make you feel better or bring some joy into your life when you are going through something challenging. By focusing solely on the intention of the gift or gesture, you find gratitude because you see the good in it. So like the old saying goes, it's the thought that counts. All right, ladies. So to sum things up, again, try to find at least three things to be grateful for and set aside at least 10 minutes to deeply reflect on those things. Keep a gratitude journal so you can compare newer entries to older entries in order to gain a new perspective on your memories and emotions. Show gratitude through prayer. Express your genuine appreciation for what you do have to God, and he will continue to bless you. Focus on the intent behind someone's act of kindness and giving rather than finding fault with it. The scripture for today is 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 16 through 18. It says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Well, ladies, that ends our chat for today. And I hope that you ladies have a wonderful, awesome week. And don't forget to find something to be thankful for. And also be of encouragement to somebody. We like receiving encouragement ourselves. So let's be 
positive out there. It's just, it's like I said earlier, it's so many negative things going on. And, you know, we don't want to contribute to the problem. Let's be the person that brings some light of love and joy into somebody's life. And also, if you like what you're hearing, please leave a five-star review and be sure to follow me at Baradol Mommy on Instagram. And I look forward to chatting with you ladies next week.